fastball. Hit out towards left, pretty well. Williams going back, off of his glove, and it's out of here. Lang with a bang. Heads up Omaha. The Gators are coming back to defend their title. A mob scene at home plate. And the Gators have done it. And the Gators dogpile in front of the plate. And what is just an unbelievable scene and an unbelievable game. And for the fourth consecutive year, Florida has advanced to the College World Series. Well, I know it's a little late in the day to be coming at you with another edition of Chomp Chat, but it was such a late night last night, we figured that uh, you guys would be up again, still on a high from what we saw at McKeithen Stadium last night. As the Gator baseball team, yet again, fourth consecutive year, make the College World Series, and they've got a chance to now repeat something that is not often done in the sport of college baseball. Jeff Cardozo here with you. We bring you another edition of Chomp Chat, the Florida podcast presented by seccountry.com. This one just strictly on what happened last night at McKeithen Stadium. Just an unbelievable atmosphere, of course, an unbelievable finish, and the Gators do it yet again. The local boy, the kid from Williston, a very small town just outside of Gainesville, played in the youth programs growing up here, the, the Gator Ball Academy, and chose to stay with that. And Kevin O'Chullivan... Chose him from a freshman, basically. Monitored that career, and now he will go into the uh, the lore of one of the uh, the finer moments in the history of this Florida baseball program. And this history is tremendous, and what Kevin O'Sullivan has been able to do seven times now. He has taken his team to Omaha in 11 years, which is unprecedented. Before Sully got here, the Gators had only been five times as a program. So just that line in itself shows you how great Kevin O'Sullivan has been here in Gainesville. And Great is a, a perfect word for what happened last night, and, and we knew it wasn't going to be easy. Auburn, give them a ton of credit. A, a really hot team came down to Gainesville with a lot of confidence, and they felt that with what they did in the NCAA State Regional, where they pounded out 50 hits in three games, they would be able to do the same thing. But as we know, the Gator pitching staff is really, really good. It was really good with Brady Singer the first day. It was really good with Jackson Coar the second day, and it was really good yesterday with a couple of freshmen on the mound. Jack Lefwich got the start, gives up just one run, and then Tommy Mace, another freshman, comes in, gives up just one run, an unearned run at that, and then Michael Byrne was phenomenal after losing the game and uh, giving up the, the run there in the ninth inning on Sunday. He came back on Monday and was the, the special Michael Byrne that we have seen for now a couple of years, and just a, a great atmosphere. So many ups, so many downs throughout that entire game, some great plays made by Auburn, some not-so-great plays made by Florida, but maybe the, the greatest play, other than the home run, the, the double steal, and Florida had set it up perfectly. The, the count was in Florida's favor. It was in a, a, a 0-2 count or a hole in the count when you didn't have a good hitter up at the plate, but you had two base runners that got it. And the, to understand what you have to do with that play – Basically, you can only do it if a left-hander's on the mound because the lefty has his back to the runner at third. And the, the point of the play is for both of those guys to break at the same time. So when Blake Reese, who's the runner at third, sees Nick Horvath break, he breaks as well. 
And the hope is that the pitcher on the mound, the left-hander, sees the guy at first base break. He steps off, then Horvath falls down. So you get that extra second or two to say, okay, well, I'm not even worried about that guy at third. And then Reese is able to come through the head first slide and just beats the throw after the pitcher finally recognized what was happening on that double steal. So it's a play that you practice time and time again. And they probably practiced it so many times that the, the guys just hated doing it. And you hadn't used it all year. Heck, they didn't do it last year either. But you got to keep that out there just in case the situation it calls for it, and, and that's exactly what happened. So for Kevin O'Sullivan and this crew to execute, those are the plays that we talk about. Those are the plays that you need in order to make it to the next step, and that's exactly what Florida was able to do. So that was certainly a great moment, and and then Auburn. I mean, they make two outstanding plays on Langworthy, a ball into the gap in right center field. Guy dives, doubles up Will Dalton, who went too far around second base. And then the next at bat for Langworthy hits a little blooper down the left field line. The left fielder dives right on the line. That would have scored a run. And then the extra inning dramatics wouldn't have happened at all. But I guess everybody's happy that the extra inning dramatics happened because it called for a, a play where Langworthy just sat on a fastball and – the night before, he sat on a fastball. That's what this pitcher does, and that's what Churchill gave him. Fastball in the ninth inning on Sunday. Langworthy hits it, ties the game up, and then now a 1-2 fastball. And they had stayed away the entire at-bat. I just I have no idea why they elected to come back in with a fastball, but Langworthy jumped all over it, just hits a laser out towards right field. The right fielder going back actually made a pretty good play. just couldn't get back there in time, so he leaps for it. Almost crashing into the wall, hits off the very top of his glove, and then Florida finally gets that break. After Auburn had made two great plays, this ball rattles out of the glove, pops over the wall, hits the uh, the screen that's back there just to the right of the scoreboard, and then history is made. And the place just absolutely erupted. Just shy of 6,000 people there last night. It was the third largest crowd at McKeithen Stadium this year, the eighth largest crowd in the history of McKeithen Stadium. So the people were there, and, and they wanted it. And, and I thought one of the unique things that happened last night, and kudos if, if you were one of the ones in the stands, when Florida broke huddle before the game, people were yelling and screaming, and they were all into it. And, and I said to my broadcast partner, I said, wow, this is going to be different tonight. This is going to be a very energetic atmosphere. And they were into every pitch. In the first inning, they were standing. In the second inning, they were standing, just applauding each and every play. And then even when Auburn, they brought in their relief pitcher, that guy was tremendous, Davis Daniel. The, the Gators couldn't touch him. And you're just sitting there wondering, gosh, are we ever going to be able to break through? Are we ever going to be able to get that hit? Because Florida had a couple opportunities early again, and, and it didn't happen. Florida fans even gave Daniel – a standing ovation when he walked off the field. That's how much of appreciation the fans had for everything that was happening last night. So just a, a tremendous night, and uh, if you miss it, you can certainly go back and, uh, and watch some of the highlights and some of the great things that happened. But it was awesome to be a part of it. It was awesome to uh, to get to, to be able to to witness what happened there at the very end and, and make the call and, and just see the, the eruption come out of that dugout and the slow-motion cameras and, and the energy and everything else that was in that place is something I'll never forget. Well, I've done enough talking. It's time to hear from Kevin O'Sullivan. This is my interview with Sully right after the game. Uh, the Gators still on the field celebrating, taking pictures, having a good time, and I was able to pull him away. And then also got uh, Langworthy, the hero, to give us a, a few comments, as well as Michael Byrne, who picked up the victory in the game last night. So uh, sit back, enjoy the perspective of uh, what those guys had on the field. 
I, I think we're still at a loss for words after this one. Just an unbelievable game, unbelievable effort by both of these teams, and inevitably one swing of the bat gets you guys back to Omaha for the fourth straight year. Uh, it's unbelievable. I'm kind of speechless right now, to be honest with you. I've been to our 11th year, and I can't remember um, a game ending like this to get us to Omaha. And, you know, first I want to congratulate Auburn on, on one heck of a year. I mean, they gave us everything they, you know, that we can handle, obviously. They've got a tremendous club, and they had an you know, unbelievable year, and it's, it's unfortunate that it comes down to one swing of the bat. And, you know, but I, I think Butch and his staff have done an unbelievable job with their club this year. also want to thank our fans. I mean, yep. they were incredible this weekend, and it certainly helped us. And, you know, and then obviously what could I say about our team? They're just resilient. I had two freshmen go to the mound today, gave up two runs over seven, and, you know, Michael Byrne comes in and was special again. And, you know, it's just uh, it's just an unbelievable feeling right now to you know to know that we're going to go back again for the fourth straight year, and it is so difficult to get to this point. I I, I think the you know every time we end up going, I certainly appreciate it even more because I know how hard it is to get there, and it's not easy. Well, and and obviously this one wasn't easy for for both of those two freshmen you mentioned, and you know, they're not freshmen anymore at this point. So to be able to rely on guys like that and in this point and. For, for, for Tommy to come in in the situation that he did, the middle part of the order, and, and slow things down with some guys on base. And that, that was certainly big after what Jack gave you to start the game. Yeah, you know, it's just amazing how, how, how poised they were. You know, we're in an elimination game. You win, you move on, and you lose, the season's over. You know, and, you know, it's, um, you know, they knew yesterday that, you know, that, that they were going to have to have some major roles in, the, in today's game. And like I said, I couldn't be more proud of the way they competed today. And then uh, for, for Langworthy to put that swing on it, the guy that, had only had two homers all year, and they didn't come to the, the very end of the season. And then back-to-back days now, off of the same guy, and uh, just a, a laser that, that happened to get over the wall. Well, this is what happens in postseason. You know, guys rise, just like last week at Jonah Duran Rose. Um, and then obviously this week, uh, uh, weekend, you know, Langworthy has been swinging about as good as anybody we have on our club. So it's just you, you have to have performances like this, you know, if you want to advance. And like I said, Auburn gave us everything we could handle and had a terrific, terrific team. And so many intense moments, too. I mean, they, they, they get a ball in, in right center field and dive, and then they get a ball in left field line and dive. And both of those, a run probably could have scored because of it. And you know, they just make outstanding play after outstanding play. So for you guys to, to keep grinding, what, what was it like in the dugout to keeping these guys just to stay positive? I'll be honest with you, it was a bit frustrating. Yeah. You know, they make the heck of a play down, you know, in, in right center field, and we get doubled up. And, and then obviously the ball you were talking about, Ward dives for a ball in left field. And, and then, you know our, our runner at first was in motion, and and then obviously the play at the plate was was inches, you know, um, you know, to, you know to throw by Will, you know to Jonah. Um, so it was a couple things that happened throughout the game that quite just didn't go our way, and but our guys were resilient and they hung in there, and um, and they needed to be because obviously we faced a really good arm, um, you know, left-hander, you know, he was 90-93, and you know, and then they go to you know, you know, Davis Daniel who was just outstanding, and then. Obviously, Greenhill again at the end. So we saw three really quality arms today. And now you're going to see uh, Omaha for the fourth straight year. Again, congrats, Sully, and we'll uh, talk to you for the middle part of the country. Okay, you got it. Thanks, Jeff. Now with uh, Austin Langworthy, the, the hero of the night, and one swing of the bat. I, I know probably when you hit it, you felt you, you hit it pretty good. Did you know it was going to get out? I, I didn't know it was going to get out. I hit it kind of flat, so I was kind of kind of hoping, kind of wishing it out. <laughs> ended up tipping off his glove and going over the fence, so I was, that was pretty awesome. And then just the, the raw emotion when you saw that, that get over, and you know, you're know you not the, the most emotional guy in the world, but that's just got to be such a huge relief growing up in this area and you know being able to come through with, I'm sure, a gazillion family members at this ballpark. 
That was unbelievable. You know, I, th I don't think I've ever ran that fast around the bases on a home run. I was trying to get to my team as quick as I could and just enjoy the moment with them. It was unbelievable. And, and this was one of those games where it's just back and forth, and I think we knew it was going to be this way. And, you know, they're making diving plays all over the place, and both of those are your balls too. So it, it, you didn't get down, and, and you saw him yesterday. You hit a homer off of him yesterday too. So did that have anything to do with it? Were, were you guessing there maybe after he got you two strikes? Um, no, I was just, he throws a lot of fastballs. Yep. He's a big fastball guy. So you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to take the odds and I'm going to sit on a fastball. And that's what, that's what I did. And that's what I got. Yeah, you certainly did it. Well, you got get back to a place that uh, you got to see last year. And you know, this group too, uh, so many expectations, so much pressure to, to be put on it. Uh, got to be pretty special to, to get to go now for a second straight year. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, this is, this is why I came to college to go and get to experience Omaha. And now I get to do it two years in a row. I, I couldn't ask for any more than that. I'm pretty blessed. Oh, congrats, man. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Here now with Michael Byrne, who uh, for the third straight day comes in and uh, you got to uh, get the W in this one, but just uh, obviously a special moment. And, you know, it's you showed up on this college campus you know, hoping to get to Omaha, and you know, now you, it's every summer you guys get to go back. Yeah, it's pretty special, especially what Sully's here, uh, able to do here. It's a four in a row. JJ's going to go back, hopefully. Yeah. And he's, uh, I saw his emotions out there, and he's crying, knowing that he's going to still get to play college baseball. So that's awesome. That's the one thing that we were playing for this uh, last two weeks when he broke his hand. So it's a special moment. I'm glad to be back there for the third time. And for the third time, you, you come out on the mound. And in that first inning, you, you were really good, really sharp. I think through 12 pitches, nine strikes, get the, the three strikeouts. So did like what, what was the feeling coming in? Did you feel good come warming up and then yeah, coming in? I for sure felt a lot better than yesterday. Yesterday I just didn't feel like I had the life on my fastball that I had uh, previous night and then but yeah I felt better and hit my spots a little better and executed the pitches and they got got doubts and we we've talked about it for a couple of years now just how smooth and calm and relaxed you are but you know when, when you think about like I mean heck the way we are in the booth and all the fans yeah. just absolutely going nuts on on every pitch it, it, what's going through your mind for each and every pitch honestly the more nervous I was was when I was in the dugout watching our guys try to square <laughs> runs I was freaking out in there I was like come on give me one just give me one <laughs> Get his game over with. But then when I was on the mound, it was fine. It was just, can't be nervous, can't show the other team anything. And it's just baseball at the end of the day. Sure. Well, that's <laughs> what it is. And, and what, what was your emotion when, when the ball went over? Well, I picked Soli up and he was bear hugging me on my back. So <laughs> that was pretty something special. But uh, I was just thankful that it was over. I'm thankful we're going back to Omaha and thankful for Lang. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you got to be thankful for these fans, too. Oh, just uh, absolutely incredible time. Unbelievable. Tonight. Yeah. These, this whole weekend, but especially today, they stayed, uh, I think, 10 or 11 innings we played. They were there the whole time, loud. I've, it's never been like this before in my three years, and I'm sure it's never been like this. It's unbelievable. These fans were awesome this weekend. Yeah, they certainly were. Well, Mike, congrats on the, uh, on the win, and uh, you get to uh, keep things going. So I know it's got to be pretty special. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. So now it is on to Omaha. Gator baseball team will leave on Thursday. Won't play till Sunday, but we'll participate in all the, uh, the great festivities that are out there. If you've never been to the College World Series and been a part of that atmosphere, it's something special. If you are a baseball fan of any kind, then uh, certainly encourage you to go. The Gators don't even have to be there, and you'll just see the passion, the energy, all the, the great things that that city puts on and a reason why it should stay in, in Homa Hall for a really, really long time. They, they do it right, and uh, they, they treat you right. And there's just uh, – a lot of great baseball going on, and somebody's going to win a national championship. And, of course, we all hope that's the Gators. And if they can do that in back-to-back -back years, it would just be unreal to uh, to be a part of all of that. And, you know, what else was unreal, I, I think, as we finish this thing up, just the the emotion and the videos and, and all the different reactions that I've gotten to hear from people throughout the day today. I've been uh, emailed a whole bunch of different videos and, and people texting and saying, Harry, here's where I was during that moment. 
So that's what the, the cool part of social media as well, because people are posting those videos and go back and watch. And I just, I love watching people's reaction. It's just, it, it's so raw. It's just in the heat of the moment. I, I don't know if anybody expected Langworthy on a one-two count to be able to step up in that spot and hit a homer. And then to, to do it in the way that it was, bouncing off of a glove, and the ball may or may not have got out at all, but the glove pushes it over the wall. It's just, it, it's a moment that, I think everybody that was there, the almost 6,000 people that were there, will certainly be something that they never forget. And with that, we wrap up the college baseball talk. A, a very memorable night, and I hope everybody has a memorable rest of your night tonight. Jeff Cardozo here saying so long. It's the Florida Podcast. Chop Chap, presented by SECCountry.com.